Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So today I want to talk about solo motivation. How do you keep the drive, the energy to keep going? How do you do the work that you do daily? What gives you the inspiration to work so hard, to put out all the content, to do what you're doing? These are the sort of questions that I'm getting asked more and more. So I thought it would be a good idea to sort of give a, give a bit of a, a rundown of the different approaches that I use to stay motivated. And I suppose the first, the primary thing to consider is that motivation, like the motivation speaker, the gung-ho, let's go, rah, rah, rah sort of thing, doesn't work. In the sense that I could listen to a highly inspirational book or a podcast or any sort of consumable like that. And for a while, I'll feel pumped. But unfortunately, and inevitably, that will end. Now, that's not to say that those tools aren't useful. They're great if you, and what I do is I've got a sort of a catalogue of specific talks that I play when I need a little bit of a boost. But it's important to realise that that motivation will drop. So you need to sort of start working out yourself, working out what works best for you, and sort of like, Almost, almost sort of like fighting a little war against yourself. I know that I'm prone to certain temptations, to certain things, and that certain things motivate me. So I do my best to set myself up and almost train myself to perform in a certain, certain fashion. So for me personally, having a specific wake-up time and a specific morning ritual that guarantees certain things getting done works perfectly. I wake up at the moment, I'm waking up at 6am every day. I do a guided meditation followed by a mindfulness meditation of my own in silence. Then I do a little bit of a Russian lesson and then I do some exercise. And that's my morning every morning. I know that doing that guarantees me to get some of the base level self-care that I need to stay functional in the day. The meditation and the exercise are just, you know, obviously you've been listening for a while, you understand how important they are to me, but it guarantees that I get it done. So having a set schedule and routine, a self-imposed one, really does help. But it's important to realize that I didn't just sort of create this out of thin air. Um, with, with my general work day, and I'm going to go into this in depth later, but I sort of schedule and establish the appropriate times, consistently times, to be able to best, to know when I'm going to get stuff done. The idea being is, is that, for me at least, having a set structure, noting down the priorities, what I'm going to get done, works for me. So what I'm going to share with you, and if you click the link in the show notes, is a link to a little card. And on that card, you'll see some of the stuff that I was working on today. It has meditation, it has a lifting session, and then it goes into some of the work tasks that I'm working on. For example, it's talking about recording this podcast, it talks about writing a meditation lesson for Insight Timer, publishing a certain post, etc, etc. What I've done was, at the start of the day, I did my meditation and my exercise, and I, and I worked out what I wanted to get done today. And the idea being that 
I set myself a specific, reasonable and attainable goal that I'm going to know that I'm going to be able to get through. As in what's on my little card there is doable in a day if I focus. And then over the day, as I accomplish those tasks, I get to put a line through it. I get to cross it off. And that process is quite itself a little reward, a little motivation. It's like, oh, look, at I'm getting it done. And from a long-term strategic perspective, I know that if I do the recordings, if I do the writings, if I do the publishing, that benefits me in terms of my overall goals for my online content. The podcast comes out regularly. The projects that I'm working on get done. I'm able to share some of the stuff that I'm doing. It all sort of works. So I'm connecting my short-term day approach with my overall long-term approach. I'm also making sure to put in things that are also a bit fun or a bit more enjoyable or things that I wouldn't quite get done because I know personally that when I get on a roll, there's a risk of just keeping on going and then burning myself out. So I have to highlight, okay, I'm going to do this much and then I'm going to pull back and stop because I'm playing the long game. I don't want to have a mental health downturn. I don't want to crash. So I'm putting in a stretching session and a watching jujitsu instructional session. I got myself an air bike and set up a TV in front of it so I can learn whilst I do some cardio. Why am I doing that? Well, right now it's in the middle of the coronavirus stuff and all the gyms are closed, so I can't go train. So I'm like, how can I hit that mark at least to some capacity? Okay, I will do some cardio whilst I learn some jujitsu. Makes sense to me. I also, in order to stay motivated and keep going, I use a little bit of social conditioning. I will tell you. I'll post it on social media. I'll tell my partner. I'll tell people, this is what I'm doing and why. With the sort of inherent or implicit idea that I've put it out to the world. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. I want to sort of be accountable. Now, of course, I can go back on my word and I can take it back. And there are certain projects that I will drop because I'm not enjoying them anymore and all of that sort of stuff. But in general, I find that it's good to show the world what I'm doing. Either my personal world, you know, people that I know in real life, or the general public, because it enables me to have goals and have sort of this sort of a little bit of a little bit of tension being like, you said you were going to do that thing. Let's do it. So for me, that works. Now, I'm not saying you need to put it out there online to everyone, but if you're looking for a little bit of a motivational push to do anything, tell people, hey, this is what I'm doing. Keep me accountable. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to do all of these sort of things. Something to consider. And I suppose on the topic of of diet, I want to highlight where I'm at in that path. I've, I've realized that I want to get a certain look. I want to drop a bunch of body fat and just basically improve how I'm looking and how I'm functionally. And that means that I need to figure out my diet a bit better. And I've tried a bunch of different approaches. And in the past, I've been able to quit eating sugar for a year. Like it's no, it's no factor in that sense, but over time, and like I've said, self-awareness is key here. I've recognized that I have a problem with overeating, with binge eating effectively. I realized that if there's food available, I'll eat it. It doesn't matter how much there is. It's sort of like I'll eat until the end of the plate. I'll eat as much of the plate, as much food as you give me. My brother highlighted to me 
the folly of this, saying, well, if you were given half the food or double the food, you'd eat the whole thing. I'm like, huh, that makes a lot of sense. But it's also a bit ridiculous. And having looked into past trauma and other sort of issues down that path, there's a common connection between eating issues and those sort of conditions and those sort of experiences, primarily because you don't necessarily know where the food's going to come from or if you can have all the food. And trauma itself tends to cause a disconnect between the mind and the body. So for me personally, I struggle to feel when I'm full. So how am I going to counter this? Well, the best way that I've found so far is to use a calorie counter. And I've tried it multiple times and it's been quite quite challenging to my mental state because I wasn't quite ready. But I am now. And once again, I'm sharing it with you to sort of share that approach with you. Hold me accountable. The idea being is, is that you work out how many calories you can eat during the day to maintain or lose weight at a healthy level. So no more than 0.5 kilos a week. If you lose too much, it's not that good and it'll come back on. And once you've got that figure, you work out your activity levels and yada, yada. You work out you work out that figure. And then from there, you use an app like MyFitnessPal or something like that. And over time, you over the day, you exercise. You eat certain foods. And every time you exercise, you get some more calorie allotment. And every time you eat, it takes off that calorie allotment. And what it does is gradually trains you to realize how much food you need, whether you need to eat more, whether you've eaten too much. And what I'm slowly learning is, is that although I feel, I feel a touch hungry during the day, that's okay. I'm learning what my body feels like when it's satiated and not overstuffed. And I'm feeling more and more and increasingly comfortable doing so. In addition to the diet, I make sure to do exercise daily, like I said. And when I came in today, after my session, my wife said to me, she's like, you know, like I was looking at you and no one's pushing you to do that exercise. No one's motivating you. It's all, it's all you. And it reminded me of a little Jocko talk, Jocko Willink talk. He basically says, you know, in the gym, you, you're, you're going for this goal, this, 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 this reward, that, this place that only you know. I'm not doing it for anyone else. I don't need anyone else. I have to do it for myself. And I have to do it for myself now, particularly because there's no coach around me to push me. You know, once again, I don't have access to my gym, my jujitsu instructional. And when I'm doing the class with my coach, I get pushed, pushed far harder than I previously could push myself because there's someone there that I'm sort of looking up to and respecting and doing it for. But now I realize I've got to do it for myself. Having a coach is great, but if I'm not in up for it, I can choose not to turn up. Really, I am more important than my coach, obviously. I'm more important than everyone, or I need to have that perspective if I want to be able to push myself. I need to do it for myself, for my growth. And this isn't necessarily like, I don't want you to think of it as a selfish, like I'm, I'm all me doing it for me. It's more that if I'm able to do these goals and be a healthier person, that'll enable me to be a better father, better mental state. It'll enable me to live longer, to work harder, to earn more money for the family, etc. So it's more about holding myself accountable to the one person that matters the most to me. How do I do that? It's not through motivation. It's through consistent discipline. Every day, I will exercise. 
every day I will track my macros so that I know that I'm not overeating. Every day I'll meditate. Every day I do a little bit of work on my online work, the editing, the boring stuff, so that I know that I'm putting things out there consistently. Every day I make sure to respond to everyone that connects with me on social media. I make sure to answer all of the, you know, and respond to all of the projects on Skillshare or, or on Insight Time and all of the other things that I'm doing. There is an inherent motivation in terms of the, the rewards, but from a purely behavioral reward perspective, it'd be far more easier to, to eat cake and watch a TV show. But I found that having a strong long-term approach, a strong why, I'm doing this because I've got something to prove. I'm doing this because I want to share a piece of art with the world. I'm doing this because I want to create. I'm doing this because I want to produce a book that I wish existed when I was growing up. I've got, I've got a bunch of different things that I want to accomplish that push me, that drive me, that motivate me. And yeah, there's bad days. Yeah, there's things that stop me and pull me down. But I still, I recognize that it's a long-term approach. So although I try to work daily on all of those things, there'll be days that I can't. And that's okay. And this, this is part of the balance that I found that if I go too hard too soon, focus go down too far of one path, I get overwhelmed and then I just lose it. So I've sort of started to, to realize that I need to put an upper limit on my day as well, because there's this sort of trap that you can get into with the self-improvement. It's like, okay, I want to exercise. I'm going to exercise all day. I want to meditate all day. I want to have the exactly perfect diet that has no thrills. I want to only consume information that is beneficial and not entertaining, right? That's not a way to live. You've got to find that balance. And, and, and the balance that you find will be specific for you and it will change over time. So, for example, I, I do disability support work. And on the days that I do that work, it's a split shift. I ride to and from work twice a day. And that, that means I'm doing about 90 minutes of riding. When I first started that, that job, I would listen to podcasts or audiobooks all the way up and back. Now I will spend some of that time in silence. Or I will read a fiction book. Or I'll listen to music. Because I know that it's what I need. It's what I need for long term. It's that focus on the long term overall overarching performance as opposed to a specific day-to-day, what gives me the most pleasure now. I guess I guess the total summary is is to motivate yourself, you have to know yourself. How do you know yourself? Experimentation, trial and error. Um, but primarily, I would, I would, and I say it all the time, meditation. So just as a side note here, if if you haven't already, check check the link to my Insight Timer. Inside Timer Profile, I'm putting out a bunch of talks on meditation and all of that sort of stuff, and it's getting exceptionally good reviews. It's been, I'm actually quite blown away by the reception I've gotten. I've only just started putting it out there, and I'm getting thousands of, of views and hundreds of reviews and a bunch of comments and feedbacks and all that sort of stuff. So if you haven't already, head over, check it out, and it's all free. You can sign up, listen to it for free, whatever. And you'll be able to see exactly why and how I meditate. Um, and it's very specifically focused on that topic. The other thing I want to sort of highlight, and I'll put a link down below, is 
to my email list. I've started doing a monthly email. I only send one, one email a month. And basically in that email, I put a summary of all of the podcasts, poetry, everything that I'm releasing in one place so that, you know, if you follow me on social media, you know, things on social can get lost. But in that email, you'll be able to go, oh, this is the poetry Zach's done. These are the podcasts. These are the blogs, etc. It'll all be in one place. But in addition to that, I sort of give a little summary of what I'm focusing on over the month, how I'm going over the month. I share a quote of the day and a little sort of breakdown of that and why I'm why I'm sort of thinking about it, as well as a book review, a sort of a little mini review of my favorite book that I've read this month. And that's stuff that you'll only see in the email list. So if you're interested in that, head over, check that out. And yeah, I suppose I suppose the best way that you can support what I'm doing here is by sharing it. I'm <laughs> I, I've had a, a few people just the other day, on the same day actually, message me and basically saying, "Hey, um, I'm um I might be annoying a bunch of people by sharing your content everywhere," and I'm like, "That's flattering. Um, don't don't annoy don't annoy too many people with my stuff, but." It's 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 crazy flattering and it really does help spread the word. So if you've if you've listened to a podcast or grabbed a book or a poem or whatever, if, if something has spoken to you that I've done, grab the link and share it with them. And if you're not if you're not sure of what to share with someone, shoot me a message on social at Zach B. Phillips and I'll be able to maybe highlight something that would be appropriate for the person. Because I get a lot of people saying to me oh, hey, Zach, my cousin, my brother, my friend has this issue. I'd like to share something of yours with them. So my first suggestion is, well, share with them whatever you think of mine you should or whatever you think of mine would be appropriate for them. Um, but if you're not sure, let's have a little conversation about it and I can sort of give you the the starting sort of process, the starting links. And like everything I do, it's all up for free anyway, so you know, there's no cost to you or your friend. So yeah, I just want to end it by basically saying, if you want to improve yourself, if you want to get that self-motivation to keep going, recognize it's all about, it's all about self-awareness, working out who you are, what makes you work, what drives you, and best setting up a life that facilitates that. It's not going to come overnight and it's a constant process but it's one that you can and should work on because the benefits uh, are exponential. Have a good one. 